What is up? Welcome back to the Triple Cross Podcast. We have some fun stuff to talk about today. There are trade rumors in LA. LeBron, LeBron James, the LeBron James might get traded. Uh, NBA All-Star voting for the 2023 All-Star team has started. We've got some results in. We're going to go over. We're going to talk about how fans uh, have it right or how they ruin things. Also, we're going to just, you know, check out some Jordan Clarkson fighting compilations because the dude likes to fight. Uh, that is coming right up on Triple Cross. Lillard with 47 tonight. Working it down to 2-1. to one. Deep three. Oh! Receiver screen, good play, big play, and in for the touchdown. And Turner looks for the deep left field. Ranging back is Profar, and it's a one nothing start for the Dodgers. Second batter of the game, and the Dodgers take a one nothing lead. What's up, Triple Cross Podcast? We are here to talk NBA. I am John. I'm here with Casey. Casey, you look good tonight, man. You're looking good. Thanks, bro. Just kind of uh, riding that swagger train uh, right after this playoff game. The Niners just pulled out again. All green, though. It's all the green Niners gear. I like it. I like it, man. It's kind of how I roll, man. Niners, we just streamed earlier today. Niners beat the Seahawks. What was the score? A lot to a little. Yeah, I don't remember the final score. It was forty-one to seventeen. Yeah, so I, I, it, I feel they really cool. took the wind out of their sails. That's true. Um, but we'll talk. Well, let's talk some NBA here. So I want to. I want to start out with. Uh, so I think sometime in the last week, definitely since the last time we did an NBA show, there are rumors coming out of LA. So LeBron James uh, cannot be traded this year. However, there are rumors that he that they may be shopping him as early as the summer and or like th- it's very unclear because LeBron won't comment on it, which is, is the first thing in the history of ever that LeBron won't comment on. That's uh, kind of but, the truth. Yeah. Le- LeBron refru- refuses to comment on this for the first time ever. Um, but he either, he is like, maybe like there's some rumors that he might demand a trade as early as the summer um, or like during the off season or that they like actually might be shopping him. Uh, this is pretty crazy because uh, the man might be, you know, many think the best basketball player of all time. Um, there is no precedent for trading anyone who's in the discussion for greatest of all time. Uh, LeBron has never been traded in his 20 year career. Uh, he's always played out his contract and then moved on to a new team. So this would be pretty crazy. This would be like unprecedented. And especially, you know, like what's really crazy about it is like some of the teams that like, they're talking about is like i mean like bojan bogdan like he could go to like the pistons you know what i mean like lebron with like one of the worst teams in the league because that's i mean if they trade him i don't know and i'm sure he has some say in it so i doubt that he's just gonna like let himself do you have any any insight into the contract is there a no trade clause or anything like that in place i believe there's a no trade clause for this season so they cannot in season trade him this year um but they can I think after this season. Interesting. Don't quote me on that. Do you know how many 
Do you happen to know how many years might be left on that contract? Yeah, how many years are left on LeBron James's contract? Yeah, I do not know off the top. It's not like guys like him sign short deals, you know. Yeah, I want to say there's maybe two years left on his contract. Um, yeah, he just signed a two-year extension through the 2024-2025 season. So he is on a two-year extension. He's yep. So so if he gets traded, essentially some team's going to get two years out of him. What do you what do you think matters to him as far as landing spot? Mostly just big market, like good, mm. good for the brand more than anything. Um, a couple things. I think he wanted to go out in L.A. Many many NBA players do. Uh, I think they feel like it sets them up for a career after basketball. Well, sure. Um, they like the big market. They you know going to a place like Boston or L.A. It, like you know if you want to win rings in the twilight of your career that's not usually a bad place to do it um we saw this from carl malone uh who went and joined Shaq and kobe and they lost uh to the freaking detroit pistons who didn't even have an all-star um we saw it with like steve nash went to la late in his career um gary payton actually gary payton was on that carl malone team <laughs> they were really good um so yeah, like that's really common. I think he wanted to close out in L.A. when he left Cleveland. I think that was the plan. Um, so I think he kind of maybe still wants to. I don't know if he'd go across town to the Clippers, but uh, a couple other things are important to him. One, I think he wants to win rings because that's the thing that is keeping him from. That's the thing that have a lot that has a lot of people still saying MJ is the goat and he isn't. So then he wants to win really rings. He's optimizing for though. I mean, if you had the cho- choice to go to like a New York team or something, like you might do that just for the big market. But I mean, why not another stop back in Cleveland if you're looking for rings, though? Th- that's actually one of the rumors. I mean, what would Cleveland have to give up for him if LA would be willing to go into full rebuild and take, you know, they need players, right? It, like you're not going to get there with picks, right? Am I wrong for saying that? Uh, if they went into full rebuild mode, then. Like eventually LA will be back. You know what I mean? Like they'll, they'll trade their picks for players down the line or whatever. But if they, they, if they trade LeBron, that's like burn it down. You know what I mean? I guess maybe they're building around Anthony Davis then, but uh, that's most likely you're burning it down. So, but yeah, I mean, Cleveland, if Cleveland really has to do too much to what they've got going on, I don't know if I'd do it. If I were them, they would, because it's Cleveland, you know, like it's Cleveland and it's LeBron. But like, if you gotta if you gotta move Donovan Mitchell or maybe Darius Garland, like, I might move Darius Garland. Maybe Darius Garland, you know, maybe uh, Jared Allen, but like, or or Evan Mobley, one of the two. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know if I I don't know if they could match LeBron. I mean, those guys are on like early, like they might still be on their rookie deals. Um. Right. So yeah, I mean, I don't think that would even work out for him. But yeah. So anyway, I don't know. LeBron getting traded, maybe. Um, oh, the other thing I think that is important to him is he has said that if a team picks Bron, his son, his Bron, his son Bronny, that's where he wants to be. He wants to play. That's with a good him. point, right? Yeah. So there's that as well. And um, also, LA is not really doing what he wants. He wants them to trade away. They have two first round picks coming up, and he wants them to trade them away for another asset. He wants them to be in win now mode. I was trying to go incognito here while you were talking and go into the NBA trade machine and add LeBron and Cleveland and see what would happen, but they won't even let you entertain the notion of trading LeBron for real on the NBA trade machine. I mean, I've never, I mean, maybe Tom Brady in the NFL, but I've never seen a guy. I mean, obviously there's probably other guys. It's because he has a signed contract, but like 
they're <laughs> like, like feels so NBA to be like, don't even oh, yeah, well, in the right. It's because he's it's because it's protected right now. Right, right, right. exactly. Has, but also like restriction why that why why would fans care like make that resource available? NBA, get your stuff together. The, the restriction re- expires February sixteenth, which I believe is the trade deadline. Um, so then we would be able to play play out a trade there. But one like, month from now, we can go check that out. We'll go just we'll go. looking at it though. Um, he's making forty four million dollars a year. I mean, the only person Kevin Love's contract will expire and he'll probably won't get re upped. But I mean, Jared Allen. I mean, it'd be like, yeah, Darius Garland's still on his like rookie extension. Evan Mobley's on his rookie deal. Like, God, I mean, it, it'd I mean, have to be something like Darius Garland and Jared Allen like together and then some picks yeah like and then probably two, like, picks and maybe even deals you might even add them to a rebuild they're veteran players who could help in a rebuild situation add a couple picks you know maybe you move on from russ next year you keep davis you kind of move on with like a davis garland like allen yeah. mix plus whatever pick you have with like a pat bev if you resign him or somebody I mean, they're gonna resign one of their guys on the lakers side of those Karis Levert is good, so I mean the Cavs could do a thing where they just say, "Hey, we're going to move on from Garland," and uh, so we're going to move Garland and like uh, who did you say, Jared Allen? So we're going to move Garland and Jared Allen uh, for LeBron. Um, maybe we'll throw like a Ricky Rubio in there because that actually is a piece that the Lakers could use, like a guard who can shoot a little bit better. Sure. Um, and, and one you, who's a what, good distributor. When and we're talking about Darius Garland, though, that huge contract and stuff like. Obviously, like a six-year contract is like worth a lot. Like, give, give me a profile. You know more about Garland, I'm sure, than I do. Like, give me a little. Yes, Darius Garland is a is a fantastic trade par- target because he's on a six-year rookie extension right. at eight point nine million dollars a year, so and he's valuable. way better than that. He's so much better than that. Right, so, and, and that, like that's the kind of value you need to add, in my opinion, just in any sport to yeah to even consider trading for like a go. You need some like high value contract that can pay off big time to even consider trading away a guy like LeBron. Yeah. So maybe so, Garland so, is that one of those pieces. So Garland, Allen, maybe Ricky Rubio in there, um, plus picks if they have them. And right. yeah, maybe that would do it. And maybe that brings LeBron back to Cleveland. And then we're looking at a back. They might even of, maybe they maybe they slough another player across too on the Lakers side, even you know depending on the pick kind of thing. Yeah. Then we've got a backcourt, or you keep Ricky Rubio and just let Karis Levert go to free agency. Um, you know, because Karis Lever is pretty highly paid for what he's producing now. He should be so much better, right? So a backcourt of Karis Lever and Donovan Mitchell would work, but we already know a de- backcourt of Donovan Mitchell and Ricky Rubio works because that worked in Utah. So uh, can I highlight yeah, something I, really quick, John? And you tell me if this yeah. is normal. I'm sorry to interrupt, but like we're talking about potentially trading uh, LeBron here. LeBron is one of four players on the Lakers' entire roster who signed through next year. That's it. Yeah. You have LeBron. Uh, Davis, Jones, and Christie. And that's yep. it. They could completely. And we're talking about now. trading away one of those pieces. Like you have to recover some assets that are locked up for multiple seasons, like the six. Yep. Or I mean, what if? No, what yeah, if, like, that, that's say, a like, little less. That's probably gone. what you're talking about. Is probably a little less important than the NBA. Um, but yeah, sure, sure. But at the same time, they have to field a team. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what sport, at the end of the day, they're going to have to fill it out. You're going to yep. want fewer of those one years one-year contracts because those are guys that are not you're not sure on or else you'd give them more than one year you know if if you were if you were the Cavs, though if the lakers said we're not entertaining anything unless you include don do you even consider that at this point in their careers if i'm anyone else and i have donovan mitchell absolutely not cleveland probably would 
because it's Cleveland and it's LeBron. Ouch. Yeah, they just made a big trade to get him too, though, and no. like hit and he's right. good point though. In my opinion, the best guard in the East. Kyrie is playing really well, but in my opinion, Donovan Mitchell's the best guard in the East. Yeah, I mean, like may, that puts him right in the running for best guard in the league. Like, sure, uh, you got Steph, you know, maybe who's better than him? Dame at his sure. best. Devin Booker can on good days. John Morant, maybe. You know what I mean? Like these are the right. only guys who can t- sniff him. Luca, I guess Luke is a guard. I mean, Luca might be that good. That's fair. That's fair. But but like, yeah, these are the only guys who can even sniff him. This guy's a top ten guard in the league for sure. Maybe probably a top five guard in the league this year. The Lakers, if you're the Lakers in any trade for LeBron, you don't mind paying out because look how much salary they're gonna clear this year. I mean, they have all these one year contracts. Yeah. They're all going to be off the books unless they resign, and then they're are they going to resign Russ? I mean, I mean they've got a great not, chance not for to anything, they like, could reload. Not, not for anything any near this salary, LeBron James no. would be off the books. So I mean, you're clearing like a hundred million dollars probably. Like yeah, just looking and, at next year's budget. If I'm LA, I really just want to reload around LeBron and AD. You know what I mean? Because I, mean, I, I can't. If we're talking about scenarios where you're getting rid of LeBron, I mean. Yeah, I, I would just re, if I'm them, what I want to do is just reload around around LeBron and Anthony Davis because I'm clearing so much salary space, especially that Russ contract. Right. Um, you could sign another one or two big time free agents, and it's yeah, LA. And people want to have... come there. People want to come win a ring. Like, yeah, and I imagine a lot of these guys on this on the team would still give them like right of first refusal kind of thing. Like Pat Bev, if you want to resign him to a a, a deal, you know, maybe team friendly. Based yep. off performance this year and based off of, you know, just trying to win rings and stuff at a, at a big franchise, big market. It would franchise. probably look a lot more like Dennis Schroeder's deal. You know what I mean? But yeah, much more team exactly. friendly. The only yeah. guy that they can't resign for a team friendly deal is Austin Reeves. Uh, he will get paid somewhere next year. But everyone else. He'll be here, though, right? I mean, never. yeah, could be, could be in LA if they like him. Um, but yeah, anyone else, like they could move on from or they could keep Lonnie Walker. The fourth might get he might get paid a little more than that, um, but yeah. So anyway, LeBron trade rumors, uh, LeBron trade watch. We'll keep you updated. Uh, other thing I want to touch base on here is All Star voting, man. Um, so right. we have some data in. Here's the trade rumors. Sorry, we'll go All Star voting. Here is the. Do we need a little zoom there? Maybe okay. a little zoom. Oh, it doesn't look like it actually zoomed on the right thing, but that's okay. Well, I'll read it for those who are listening anyway. So uh, in the Western Conference, so the way that this works is uh, everybody can vote once per day. Like you can vote once per day for NBA All-Stars. So in the Western Conference, in the front court, we have LeBron James with 4.8 million uh, votes, Nikola Jokic with 3.4 million votes. Let's not say anything about these until we're done. Uh, Anthony Davis with 2.9 million votes, Zion Williamson with 2.8 million votes, Andrew Wiggins with 1.6 million, Paul George with 1.2 million, 1.3 million, uh, Larry Markinen with 845,000, Draymond Green with 662,000, Kevon Looney with 435,000, and Kawhi Leonard with 422,000. Thoughts, Casey? Man, the NBA is weird. Like, the NBA, it's all a name game. Yeah. That's... It's just all about the name. It's not about this, the performance. And this is why they only let the fan voting affect the starters because the fans don't have it too wrong on the top three. Sure, sure, sure. sure. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, maybe, but okay, sure. Yeah, they. I mean, yeah, 
like there's an argument for like it's like okay if it's LeBron, Jokic, Anthony. I mean, imagine Davis. if the Lakers were actually good, how many players they'd have in the top three? <laughs> <laughs> like, they might yeah, have all three. <laughs> it's LeBron, Jokic, Anthony Davis. That's who would be the starters right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, otherwise, and definitely at least one guy deserves to be there. Yeah, Jokic is a legitimate contender for uh, MVP. Like I think any, he's in the first. I think he, he's in yeah. first, and he's almost averaging a triple double. He's at nine point seven assists per game right now. Insane. Um, I mean, yeah. you look at his profile, and he's the classic assist guy. Everybody knows that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, he is. That's it, it's no, no. He's I, so I, good I, at everything. Yeah. He's so good at everything that it's an under like. No, not a lot of people know that about him, but yeah, he's right. A, no, he's I mean, but like you look at it, like he's raw, like look at his height, his weight. You're like, clearly mm-hmm. he's going to be up there in assists. Obviously that's what he does very <laughs> no, well. He, he passes out of the post really well. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, it, it, I mean, I've never seen anybody. I, I'm, I don't follow basketball as closely as you, but I don't think I've ever seen a big man do what like he him. does as, as well as he does it. There's some big men like in the past who've passed like him. I mean, but like Will that's was not probably pretty good. He was good at everything. So like, sure. But. Yeah. Yeah. Like Will, you know, guys like that, but like it's, uh, or Kareem like, but yeah, no, he it, like Jokic and there's other conversations around Jokic right now where people are like, should Jokic, should he really win three MVPs in a row? I'm like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like the question is, should Jokic win the 2022, 2023 MVP? If that happens to give him three straight, then it's like they should exist in a vacuum. You can't just not give it to him because he's won two in a row. If he's the most valuable player, then give it to him. His team is in first in the West. He is averaging a triple double. Like it's yeah, he is probably the most in like valuable player to his contrast to where the Lakers are, and he's literally sandwiched between two Lakers. Like it just it's such a name game. Is LeBron James ever not going to be the one in this kind of voting? Like no. Yeah. Is the answer. If it's not this year, then no. Like he's going to retire. About... Like the last year he plays basketball, he will finish number one in West Western Front Court voting. Well, whatever conference he happens to be in at that time voting. Um, <laughs> I but bet, I, I think I that's bet, very I bet when I LeBron say... James retires, when LeBron James retires and he's no longer playing basketball, he will receive Still enough votes to be a starter in the All Star game. <laughs> yeah, right in votes. I, I wanted to mention how interesting it is without going to the guard jet in the West. I don't know what you had planned. I don't mean yeah. to push narrative forward but comparing the front court of the west to the east i see a lot of like what could be uh portrayed as like the the top heavy narrative like oh the east sure like there's a lot of talent but it's very top heavy lots of votes all at the top uh and then it just dwindles immediately and i wonder what you have to say about that i mean those top four let's say uh you know durant through Embiid in the east compared to kind of the only people in that like million plus category, like the top six in the West. Like, do you think that between those 10, let's say, do you think that the votes are very like, I don't want to say fairly distributed, but like, does that speak to performance very much at all when you consider those top 10 vote getters in at one position? No. And th- so, so where fans really get it wrong, Who's besides the just, snub, I guess is what I'm really asking. Besides just running away, be- besides just allowing uh, LeBron to run away with it, where fans really get it wrong is typically into the, in that like five or six to 10 zone. Um, Kawhi Leonard's like sure. barely playing. And yeah, so like, what's like, he averaging? On Looney's even as like a guy who would like support Golden State. I'm like, what are right. we talking? 
Yeah, Kavon Looney. So so just to yeah, talk it like so five, Andrew Wiggins. I like Andrew Wiggins as much as the next guy, but let's talk about somebody who's behind him and obviously, you know, have a Laurie Markin and bias. But Andrew Wiggins right now averaging nineteen point two uh points per game, two point three assists and four point five rebounds, whereas Laurie Marketing is averaging uh twenty four point six points per game, eight point six rebounds and one point nine assists. Like He's just overall playing better than Wiggins. Uh, Golden State is slightly above Utah, right, in, in the Western Conference. But that is, like, so, like, in flux all the time. So this is the kind of stuff where fans get it wrong. Fan voting essentially favors, like, Lakers, Celtics, and then whoever is on a run. Like, Warriors. It definitely favors the Warriors. We got Draymond Green in there. Like, I don't think Draymond Green is even averaging double digits in any stat category. Kevon Looney probably also not averaging double digits in any stat category. I don't know for sure. Like I could look it up, but like, yeah, they they just don't believe it. Jeremy Grant is not even in the top ten of fan voting. Like it's a pretty big snub from Portland. Uh, Demantis Sabonis is not even in the top ten that, of fan voting. I didn't even think about that, but that sounds like a huge snub. Yeah, what's well, because he plays in Sacramento, and the fans are like, oh yeah, that guy. Meanwhile, the yeah. Kings are in like fourth in the West. And bonus like, is averaging a double double. Started, you mentioned that, like, oh, they snuck up on me. I didn't even fully realize that was happening. And like, yeah, pay attention to basketball. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I mean, that's exactly that's the kind of person who gets snubbed is a Sabonis. Um, sure. anyway, yeah, moving on. Guards in the West, uh, top two: Stephen Curry with three point nine million, Luca with three point six million, John Morant, big fall off. John Morant, one point three million, SGA with one point three million, Clay in fifth with eight hundred thirty six thousand, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> In six with six hundred eighty nine thousand, Damian Lillard in seventh with four hundred eighty thousand, Devin Booker in eighth with three hundred six thousand, Austin Reeves in ninth with two hundred fifty nine thousand, and De'Aaron Fox with two hundred twenty one thousand. I mean, Austin Reeves is a talented player. Like people are excited about Reeves right now, but like it's it's criminal how many Lakers are on here, right? Like I mean, and not just Lakers are just, in my opinion, the best example how this is just dominated by like names amongst the big market teams. i mean it's yeah the the warriors as well i mean you're a warriors fan but uh russ uh russ i'm gonna give russ a little do here he probably he's putting up all-star level stats um he's averaging um well no he's not <laughs> he's putting up 15.4 <laughs> points a game 6.4 rebounds and 7.8 assists like probably not all-star level stats but okay stats like okay for a bench player not all-star level uh, and, and he is in, he, well, he probably wouldn't be in if he shook it all out, but this is why they only let, again, they got it right on the top two. Steph and Luca are the top two guards in the West. Um, but yeah, when you got sure. Austin Reeves in there, Russell Westbrook in there, even Clay Thompson, there's What's a reason why those two are separated by more votes than like any other two at the top of their, <laughs> I mean, they're so far beyond any other guard in that conference. Uh, Felix has something to say here. He says Jokic doesn't have enough votes. Uh, he has yeah. he has quite a bit to say here. Something interesting, I think he pointed out. He grabbed the top four names at each respective yep. category here and said they're not even in the MVP conversation, which is exactly what I'm on here. Which is like, what are we even voting? Grant might be. Yeah. Is this just a popularity contest? It kind of feels that way. Yep, and that's exactly why they only let the fans vote on the starters because. 
usually that's about all the fans can get right. And even then they don't get it right, but they're at least like, well, at least these guys should be all-stars. You know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, there's always some weird, like Austin Reeves in there. Alex Caruso was in there one year when he was a Laker. Uh, <clears throat> um, who am I thinking of? Taco Fall. Taco Fall was like seventh or eighth. <laughs> Playing two minutes a game. Um, all right. Front court meme. on the Eastern Conference side. Kevin Durant with 4.5 million, Giannis with 4.4 million, Tatum with 3.2 million, Embiid with 3.2 million. Uh, the fans more or less got that right ish. You know what I mean? Um, Butler, Jimmy Butler with 688,000, Pascal Siakam with 510,000, uh, Kyle Kuzma with 358,000, Paolo Bonchero with 341,000, Nick Claxton with 255,000, and Julius Randle with 212,000. I actually don't hate what the fans did here. They're not too far off like this is and maybe i just have some i mean some some notables who are not here are jared allen and like evan mobley um gosh i'm sure i'm missing somebody uh for sure yeah but uh when when do you think the last time there were this was more or less who we were talking about as well though when do you think the last time there was two nicks in the top 10 like (laughs) like all-star voting that Uh, feels like it's been a minute I don't know, man. Wait, where's what? another Nick? Uh, Nick yeah, and Derek Rose. Wait, what? Is Derek Down Rose the in the top? Oh my gosh! So that's a great example of the fans just like right. not the big fans big time do mix. what the fans do. Yeah, big time mix, uh, miss. So, and then on the guard side in the East, Kyrie and Donovan in the top two spots. James Harden, uh, so three million for Kyrie, two point seven million for Donovan. James Harden at one point five million. Jalen Brown at one point five million. Uh, Trey Young at one point one million. Uh, Demar Derozan eight hundred thirty five thousand. Lamelo Ball with four hundred forty five thousand. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton with four hundred twenty eight thousand. Derek Rose with two hundred ninety eight thousand. And Darius Garland with two hundred twenty six thousand. So Kyrie, Donovan, Harden are like, and even Jalen Brown. Not bad picks. Tyrese Halliburton is criminally low. Like, this is I a agree. great example. Again, like Demantis Sabonis, not even in the top ten of voting in the Western Conference front court. Tyrese Halliburton in eighth place is just criminal. And Hallie is a massive fan of the guy. I know I've said this before, but of Brock Purdy, uh, my team's quarterback who just won today. So I, I'm, I'm just going to shoehorn that in as often as possible. Niners won right. today. Can't let that go. But yeah, Halliburton, one of the most exciting guards in the game. Uh, love his style of play, particularly. Um, I think that style is the reason why he's so low here. It's just, it's not always the flashiest. It's just actually conducive to like team winning basketball. And those guys are the ones who get criminally underrated, like Jokic, even. It's hard to say the guy who's second at the most competitive category in the entire sport is underrated. But he is. He should be the first yeah. at the most competitive category. And he's underrated because he's a team player. Like, uh, it's this feels very like uh, having been somebody who honestly is focusing more on basketball now uh, than like for many years leading up to now. Uh, kind of used to be a basketball fan sort of back in the 90s. Uh, since then, it's been pretty sparse. And then getting back into it these years, it feels like the era of like big hitting home run, like steroid baseball. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, like. We're in that where like the names dominate, the big ball stuff dominates. Um, I hope you're. Are you? Is your connection going okay? You're getting a little glitchy over there. Just oh, I am. Okay, sorry. Just a little I'm bit. 
think you're hopefully good, it's all you right sound, you sound good you sound good all right well yeah no i mean um Derek rose this is another weird one i mean it's because he's a nick you know it's a big market team and uh they're actually in playoff contention this year. And I will say that Derek Rose, Derek Rose is a former rookie of the year. I think former MVP. Derek Rose is amazing. I love freaking the, with the Chicago Bulls, like that guy was so good. Uh, mm-hmm. I like him. I love Derek Rose. Like, don't get me wrong. He's having a great, like kind of twilight year, like kind of a comeback year, right? Like if there's a comeback player of the year, it might be Derek Rose um, averaging like 17 points, five assists a game. Very solid. Very, very solid. Enough to uh, be before, right where he is? No. No, definitely not. Before we move on from this, because I feel like we're approaching the end, I would love to review Vinny, because it's like so perfectly cropped into the visual right now. We've been staring at it for so long. I couldn't help but read it. Um, I would say Vinny's comments, like, dead on. Uh, yeah, yeah not, not quite. So, so yeah, Vinny. What, at, what, what do you disagree with? At Vinny of Viega. So the first half of his comment, I agree with LeBron. Being here solely for his name is so annoying. Um, the Lakers are an atrocity. 100%. Although he's sure. got okay numbers, he's having a down year. Totally agree yeah. with that. Mitchell being higher than Brown is also just because of the name. Absolutely not. Mitchell's playing playing better than Jalen Brown this year. Same with Harden. Harden also probably playing better than Jalen Brown this year. Neither that's of those players tough. have that's, been. That's tough. I mean, that's tough. Mitch or like Donovan Mitchell. Okay, but and I'm not staring at their stats, but just off of memory. It does yeah. feel like Harden gets a big name boost. I mean, Harden gets a big name boost, but Harden's playing probably better than Jalen Brown is. Um, let's give let's give so, him a little. Is this a career year right now for Jalen Brown? If it kind of feels that way, based off narrative street, twenty one point eight points, eleven point two assists a game for James Harden. It's pretty solid. Six point five rebounds. Uh, Jalen Brown. Let's give him a little check. Sorry, I got some live games pulled up here. Um, stats. So I Jaylen see the twenty-seven point one points, seven point one rebounds, three point two assists. His 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 points are about ten higher than his career average right now. Uh, I mean, he's having a career year. Is that would that's, you say that's great? I uh, I don't think that has to, like whether he's having a career year or not doesn't mean he's better than another player, right? No, no, no. Like, but I mean, we're dealing with somebody who's in. They haven't been here before, like Harden has. So, like, I w- yeah, I would say that this twenty-one point eight and eleven point two is maybe a little more impressive than than Jalen Brown's twenty-seven and six or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, similar. They're comps. Those two are comps. So saying right. that, like, for sure, Jalen Brown's better. No. I think it makes sense. Donovan I Mitchell. agree with you that Don is Donovan Mitchell is sure, playing better. So that's what I meant. Is like the first half of his comment. He he kind of sounds like maybe a Boston Homer, but. Uh, yeah, could be. That's, I don't disagree. The first half of his comment. I, I definitely agree with the LeBron. I'll even buy in on the Harden like halfway. The the Donovan Mitchell thing, though. I, I yeah, I'll, I'll take your side on that one, John. Yeah. All right, let's move on here. Um. So I want to oop. Had a little thing. I want to yeah. oop too. Oop. Yeah. There it is. All right. Um. Okay. So you know what? Let's talk. Let's talk about Jordan Clarkson. It's a weird let's one. Do it. Utah Jazz guy, uh, but the he's in the news this week because I was just going to pull up some stuff on Twitter. Um, he's in the news this week because uh, he fouled Desmond Bain. So I'll pull up the video and we can talk through it while it's happening. Um, he fouls Desmond Bain. Oh, I got to present. Share screen. If you are just listening to this on a podcast app, I'll talk through it. So don't worry. Um, but let's go full screen here. What John was going to say is go check us out on YouTube. 
so that you can see the video that he's talking about. But in case you don't, he'll tell you what's going on anyway. Yep. So Desmond Bain grab, gets a, a little pick and pop pass off the top. Jordan Clarkson gets behind him and just comes around and smacks him in the head. Fouls him super Blam. hard. Desmond cool. Bain checks him and then Jordan Clarkson puts his dukes up. Just like <laughs> he squares up and then Bain immediately goes, What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. What? Right. So Clarkson, here we go. We got a close up here. Like Clarkson comes, like just I don't think he I think he just fully meant to hit him in the head. Um yeah, I and mean, then, that was a foul. Like a really just, purposeful like, foul. Immediately, as soon as Desmond Bain just turns to look at him, he's like, hands up, like he's ready to go, which um, yeah, which kind of begs the this like Jordan Clarkson does this pretty regularly. Um, yeah, so I mean, regularly it's kind of funny. in fact. Go ahead. Yeah, it's, sorry, it, it's it's kind of funny, but also does that kind of speak to like the headspace? He's like, I I don't want to say flagrant foul because I know what it means to the game, but like by like just definitions of words in the english language it feels like a flagrant foul he fouls and he's so ready that somebody to like come back at him he's like i'm ready to throw a punch let's let's watch jordan clarkson clarkson's vibe here so notice that was 96 88 in this game um uh they were about to put it uh memphis was about to put it away so this has happened four times in jordan clarkson's career where he is like squared up ready to fight someone like and and not like we're pushing or we're talking or we're putting our hands out like they didn't even know like, that he had that thought in his head though. <laughs> yeah, well, it was Jordan Clarkson, so he might have. Like this dude's already got a reputation. He's done it twice this year. Like this is the second time this year that this has happened. But like Jordan Clarkson, he he puts his dukes up, and it's always so. Here, let's watch this. So, um, I'm gonna mute it. All right. So this first one, he's with the Lakers. Did you see him? He's down there. All right. So okay, he's he's under the hoop here. Yeah, it's yeah. when he it's like his rookie year or something like that. He put just outright pushes oh. Dragic, Dragic to the ground. Dragic gets up ready to fight. Jordan Clarkson immediately fists go up like he's ready to go. Um that was they were they were pushing pretty hard before that. Dragic was kind of getting in him as well. But Clarkson put him on the deck and then just like put his dukes right up. Um Felix thinks Clarkson needs to join the Sixers and Embiid. Hey, great, great segue. So here he is playing with the Cavs with LeBron and playing against the Sixers. Zubak goes up, dunks it. Philly had the game put away with 12 seconds left. Jordan Clarkson grabs the ball and just throws it at Zubak. Zubak turns and Clarkson, I guess he didn't quite put his dukes up there. Let's watch him. (laughs) He just throws it at him. All right. Well, that one he didn't put his dukes up on. But again, Clarkson again, did... the guy he did it to just looks confused. Like, I didn't even know you had this in your brain <laughs> that you want to be argumentative at all. He's like, hands up. What are we doing? That this is, is 26. The... Yeah. This is 2016 Cavs. They're all pretty mad. That is like kind of an unspoken rule in the NBA. Like, they got the game put away. Just dribble it out. It's kind of like yielding in Game of Thrones. Like, you don't cut someone again yeah. after they, they yield. I, I get it. I'm just saying, like, it seems like there's a. a a theme here to these no absolutely it's when he's frustrated jordan clarkson gets frustrated and then he just instigates like he yes exactly he, he is the instigator every time i mean i'm waiting for one where you show me where somebody else starts something no and he goes, there, there, that right. doesn't exist what you're talking about right now doesn't exist <laughs> that's fantasy land get out of here count chocula yeah. yeah here he is here he is this is i think from earlier this year okay so there's five of them this is his third of four square ups I bet he throws a oh, ball. No, that one wasn't buddy. a square up. That one was just somebody got mad at him. That was probably the best. So that dude's mad at him. That dude squares up. 
I don't know who that, that is. Even feel, that wasn't a square up. That was. That didn't feel like Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, just Jordan Clarkson. You that know, was. I don't know. That seemed kind of jovial, honestly. Yeah that 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 one was so so yeah somebody kind of pushed him squared up at him or was maybe just doing a flex. I think it was a celebration. It was a, it was like a flex, and Fl- Clarkson kind of gave him a little pat on the butt. I don't know that yeah, why yeah, that was in this that was video. All one, I think I think. Yeah, that one shouldn't have been in the video. But here we go. Clarkson driving. Kaminga knocks the ball out. Clarkson just Ooh, good play, right? Oh, and... and then here he goes. There's the Dukes right there. Oh, I got this guy. Yeah, what was he doing afterwards? Like he was he trying to pretend? So Clarkson tries to shoot. Kaminga knocks the ball out of his hands, grabs the ball. Clarkson just absolutely like wraps him up, like he's gonna tackle right. him. And then he's putting his right. arms out, like, "Oh, dude, you okay? You okay, bro? You all right? Like, are we all oh, good? I thought like, he was like, like, oh, I can't believe you did that. Like, look at this guy. Like, because he did kind of catch an elbow, like, way after he mugged somebody. But yeah, he kind of like got an elbow. I thought he was like trying to get a, a penalty on his side, almost. He molested. Like, he's him. trying to get that, like, oh, look, he reacted like, yeah, back. But maybe you and missed then, what I yeah. did first. <laughs> and then he comes back. At him. It's so funny. Nobody ever <laughs> knows that he wants to fight until he. <laughs> see that one like what yeah no like what this what this what he was like he was super ready he was super ready like like the the dukes came up like he was about to throw a punch um yeah no it is nobody knows when he's gonna do we have any actual fights here or is is he i mean we'll we'll get he's a tougher guy than me he's a tougher guy than me but i have a feeling if people didn't automatically come to hold you back, like maybe he would do this less often. Because even there, like he went and then he stops and then somebody kind of stops him. Like good good foreshadowing. Good foreshadowing. Okay. So this is the Desmond Bain one. So right. Desmond Bain reacted. Desmond Bain was on JD Reddick's podcast, um, and and JD Reddick asks him about it. So hold on, I need to switch my sound real quick so people can hear this. All right, I will. But remain. yes, this this is a great point. Thank you for bringing that up, Casey. Um, I'm gonna switch the speaker to iMac. I got to do echo cancellation. So I'm gonna sound super weird. So I'm just gonna play this so that y'all can hear it. So this is Desmond Bain with JJ Reddick asking him about it. Can't hear it. Yep, that was still in my headphones. Give me one second. Pretty quiet. Pretty, pretty quiet. Was it pretty quiet? Yeah, yeah. I think I think you might be you might be good. All right. Yeah, I just turned it up. All right. One more try. One more try here. In a fight between you and Jordan Clarkson, who's winning? I don't even think that is like a question. Like I don't. I think Jordan Clarkson is not really a fighter type. You know. He's going up this he squared up a lot, though. He yeah, that's, a, that's what I'm saying. I think he's like 0-4 so far. 4-4, no punches So Jordan hits you across the head, and you obviously turn to him. For the fan in that moment, real, real talk, not not like I'm going to fight. The, like, what, sure. is go, what is going through your head? Do you want clarification of why he <laughs> hit you in the head? Like, yeah, like I, I, I just had to turn, like I turned a minute, like, just kind of see, like check his energy, just to see, like, did you mean to foul me? Like, did you mean to hit me over the head? Like, 
And then once he squared up, like, I was like, okay, he, he meant that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm walking towards him, but there's already 20 people in between both of us. So it's just like, what, like, literally, I didn't really understand um, what squaring up was going to do. But, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> this I, I was just, yeah, I was confused. <laughs> yeah. It's just All right, switch your audio, audio back, back so it's not a crazy it's echo. Because I got to say it again, Desmond Bain is still confused what's even going on. <laughs> yeah, does, even now Desmond Bain doesn't. He's really like, I don't it. know what he was thinking. He's kind of, he's just kind of out there and he just does his thing. Jordan no, Clarkson has some anger issues, man. It's always when he's like losing and frustrated and he just yeah. freaking instigates. Um, Felix says that Jordan Clarkson could join the Sixers and Embiid. He could also join LeBron and Westbrook. Uh, he was already a Laker with LeBron, and LeBron didn't like him. Um, and they, they do go on to say, hey, we love Jordan Clarkson, great ball player. He's a bucket. And that's true as well. As a Jazz fan, I, sure. I do love Jordan Clarkson. Dude is a bucket. And in fact, there's a bunch of people in the voting for that West front uh, backcourt that like Jordan Clarkson should probably be ahead of. Uh, but yeah, the guy, <laughs> the guy likes to put the Dukes up, man. He's, he's ready Clearly. to fight. All right. He likes to. Cool. So let's move on. I want to try a, a new little segment here. Um, I guess I could keep sharing my screen, but let me close some stuff here. Let me try something new out, people. We uh, we made a discovery. Not. I don't think we made the discovery. I think that like maybe I just discovered it, and a lot of people already knew about it earlier today. Of little name wheel. So I think I'm going to try and do this uh, a couple times, like make this a reoccurring theme of podcast. So uh, I'll do a team one right now. So I'll just explain how this works, maybe if it pulls up. All right, there we go. So we have a tendency to just talk about the teams that we like know and like, um, which maybe isn't bad. But like, for example, on football, it's not a 49ers podcast, but uh, we talk about the 49ers a lot. So this is kind of my way of being like, oh, let's like make sure we kind of give some love to every team, talk about them a little bit, talk about their prospects, what we do if we were them. Um, so I got a little wheel, wheel of teams. It's like wheel of fortune, but wheel of teams. We're going to spin the wheel and we're going to talk about that team. And we're just going to hope that we don't get like the magic or the pistons. Yikes. Yeah. Sound good? Yeah. Because what's okay. there to talk about if you're the magic? <laughs> Or the Pistons. I guess the Magic have like maybe the Rookie of the Year. That's cool. David Copperfield, uh, David <laughs> Blaine, plenty of Davids. If we have to talk about all right, Magic. so I've spun the yeah. wheel. We're gonna be seventy sixers. Yep, seventy sixers. Sixers. Okay. Hey, that's cool. So right now the seventy sixers are in a live game. Um, so we check in on that real quick. Yeah, let's do that. that. Quick. Yeah, they're also fifth in the East right now at twenty five and sixteen. Yeah. Uh, they have a pretty decent grasp on that top five spot that's kind of a separation there's a separation spot. point right there yeah yeah um, kind of on the right end of it yeah some other uh interesting facts they are six oh wait let's see they are 17 and seven at home and eight and nine away so they do struggle on the road especially compared mm-hmm. to those other top teams they all have uh better records on the road yeah the sixers are an interesting one because man, I can't even find their game here. Just give me a second, I guess. Home. Um, 
yeah, I mean, and we can pull up like stats on them as well. Uh, I the Sixers are super built for win now. Um, no one is ever going to talk about the magic. Felix says, "Hey, somebody, there's magic fans somewhere in the world. Probably, Probably in mostly. I don't know. <laughs> like, if you're in Orlando, you might just be a Heat fan. Why not? You know, just just Disney World fans. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. So the the Sixers, honestly, like they're actually a great team to talk about because they're effing loaded, man. Like. Uh, this year, yeah, I mean, we kind of talked about them as like a team that might might just eke into the playoffs and then make a deep run, but like they're not really eking in. They're they're really firmly in that in that five spot, which is like perfect for them, right? If they can stay healthy and in the five spot and re- rest some guys, that's fine. But like if we're looking at the Sixers, man, they're they're very built for win now, but they're very very good, right? Can I uh, can Ty- I ask you something that is like a bridge from our last topic to this topic, real quick? Yeah throwing you off your game, trying to keep you on your toes. Uh, yeah. Since this was a random thing, it felt meant to be. Uh, when I I still had the trade machine open, and we started talking about Jordan Clarkson, I was like, is this the kind of thing that, like, you know, maybe the fan base isn't super thrilled about, you know? <laughs> like, what what could you even get for a guy like Jordan Clarkson on the open market? And mm-hmm. actually, just, like, the first team that, that popped up, uh, you know, I found Evan Mobley. Like, would you, you know, they have a similar contract, uh, Mobley has one extra year at about five million less. Would you, which, uh, which, which, would you trade as a Utah fan? Would you trade Jordan Clarkson for Evan Mobley? Just like, would you even consider that for your team? No, not even close. Okay. No, no, honestly, on... the fans, the fans love Jordan Clarkson. Dude's a bucket. Uh, I don't think we care that much about the fists going up. We're kind of like, that's, I like, I like your, I like your aggression, man. Like, I, Maybe tone it back a little bit, but like, yeah, I, I we can I think we kind of like it, and and yeah, Jordan Clarkson, he was six man of the year two years ago. He like really came into his own in Utah last year. He played okay, but then this year he's starting because Donovan left, and he's even evolving there, right? So like, j- dude, the the guy has like the greenest of green lights. Like you'll see some of his shots, and you're like, that was not a good shot, but it right, right, went right. in. Yeah, so and, and it's just this, like. It- He's got that into the goal. transition into the Sixers. The two guys who kind of fall into that same category contract-wise would be PJ Tucker or DeAnthony Milton. Do either well, of those guys do anything for you compared to Jordan Clarkson? DeAnthony Milton's cool, um, but no, he he's definitely not on the level of Jordan Clarkson. You know, let's see how, how's he doing here. How's he doing? Stats, regular season stats right now. He, I mean, he shoots well, right? So he's a floor stretcher, but he's averaging eleven point six points per game. I mean, Jordan Clarkson's probably somewhere around 20, um, 21, 22. Right. Uh, career, I mean, and that's a career year for DeAnthony Melton. Um, yeah, he's young, uh, but that's about all he's got going for him, really. He right. might be good on a team that's not the Sixers and is not so loaded, right? Like, there's a lot of touches uh, taken away. Um, and then P.J. Tucker, well, I was definitely not because he's freaking 100 and he can only play five minutes a game, so... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would not you, trade Jordan Clarkson for him. No, um, sure. you like you like the Jordan Clarkson as an asset. You like that contract for your team, you know, given if, his like thirty Jor- year old age. To Jordan Clarkson would fetch a lot more. J- Jordan Clarkson would fetch him a lot more than what you're talking about. So, like, if Danny Ainge were looking for deals for him, he'd probably pa- package him up in a way where he could get like a pretty high profile player out of him. Um, so, who do you and, think on this picks. Sixers team is a good contract? Then, who do you? Uh, I mean, I have a. I, I'm still looking Ooh, at the trade machine. Them. 
So maybe yeah, that. Let's check. Let's check Sixers on the trade machine. Because I was I just like comparing that. contracts, not necessarily actually saying that that would be a, a viable trade. Let's trade because uh, let, it sounds like you're really in on the Jordan Clarkson contract. Then uh, I'm interested to see who you think yeah. is the best value on Sixers in Philly. Philly have a lot of guys that are pretty highly paid. Uh, right. You know, um, I mean, Embiid on five years, you kind of almost don't like it's a blank check, right? You're like, that's great. We have him for five years. Yep. Cool. Yeah. And maybe Embiid on, Embiid. Embiid on five years, 33 million. Not mad about that at all. James, maybe that's it's actually Tyrese pretty good. Maxi, he's kind of pretty crucial to the team. Yeah. 2.7, two years. Yep. He's, he's, I think he's still on his rookie deal. Uh, so yeah, that's good. Or rookie extension. So yeah, the Tyrese, and anytime it's a rookie deal, it's really good. You know, so the Tyrese Maxi. Um, contract is really good. This George Niang contract is is really solid. I mean, he's a role player, so you don't want to pay him a lot. But like a lot of times, ro- role players end up getting like more than this, right. so that's pretty good. PJ Tucker way way overpaid, and it's still on for three years. He's had some good years in the past, but the dude is just he's not there now. Um, at least in my opinion, Tobias Harris is very overpaid. I mean, at least it's not. At least it's only for two more years. But Tobias Harris is a good player. Don't get me wrong, but he's not worth thirty-seven million dollars. I'm wondering year. if you, would you put him in a great player category? Not phenomenal, uh, yeah. not earth-shattering, but like great player. Is he a great player in the NBA? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think Tobias Harris is a great player. He's definitely a bubble all-star. You know, agreed. Probably not an all-star, but a bubble all-star. Uh, he's the kind of guy that like when they've got James Hart, like it's like they can kind of get the job done even without their top players. Uh, and it's because, um, yeah, you never know if you'll have Felix says, you never know if you'll have an all-star Tobias Harris or your usual bench player. Yeah. He is tough to, to play on fantasy cause he's, he's off and on. And so much of that is because he's the third best player on the team. Um, third best player on the team always has that kind of stuff. Tyrese Maxey's in that same boat where it's like, it's tough to play. He doesn't get consistent numbers, you know, when you're playing behind Harden and Embiid. I mean, Harden's going to dish the ball out. So that's great. Uh, but like, if one of those dudes is hot, you feed the hot hand. That's the number one rule of basketball. Sure. Um, honestly, yeah, they're, they're very deep and they've got like, they've got the right pieces. PJ Tucker's a very strong shooter. Uh, Tyrese Maxey, really strong shooter. Montrose Harrell, really good uh, stretch big man. Shake Milton, good sh- shooter. Like they've got uh, the main pieces in Embiid and in Harden. That's like those are two, like at times in their careers, MVP level players. In fact, I think that Harden has won an MVP. He's won scoring titles. Um, he's still playing at a very high level. You know, at twenty one and eight, again, twenty one and eleven. And yeah, Joel Embiid, who is in the MVP conversation for this year. So um, you got those two and having Tobias Harris as a third. He's a great third piece. Like that's a very good third piece. Like if I'm looking at championship teams, got teams that I'm like, those are teams that can win it all. Like they can win any seven game series that would uh, like that would it would take to win it all. It's those teams, right? Like so the Philly is one of them. Is there um, any one player do I think on they this would team? beat Boston or or the Nets? No, but they could. Like I wouldn't. Is be there any surprised. one player that would ruin their hopes if they if they had a, a, a? I'm not saying a major injury, but they had to miss time. Like, is there anybody who could real Embiid probably maybe Harden? But like, is that do those guys can they do it without them? I guess is what I'm saying. They they see. can't win a they can't win a championship without Embiid. Sure, sure. Um, that feels that feels true to me. But they did seem to play okay ball when they were in beadless for a while. I mean, yeah, that's I think it's exactly a matter of time. Like teams figure you out is the problem, right? The, 
Yeah, yeah, they do, and uh, you've got a lot less options. They play; they can play pretty well without any one player, for sure. Like they could, I, I probably, they would still be a playoff team, maybe even win a round in the playoffs without any one player. Um, but yeah, I wanted to put the Lakers on the other half of this trade and see, like, <laughs> is there anyone that the Lakers could target here? Not really, because Philly doesn't overpay their players like LA does. Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, mean that Philly is good. I and is this? I kind of am begrudgingly saying this because I kind of dislike Philly as an organization. Uh, I shouldn't if say that. Were, if you were the Lakers, if you were the Lakers. And Philadelphia was like, hey, heard you were interested in trading LeBron after this year. Uh, we have Tobias Harris uh, for one more year, for $37 million salary, or it probably goes up just a touch, $38 million, let's say. Yeah. Uh, and, and you have him for one year. It's not a huge, like, in on him, but you'll have a chance to resign him if he does well. Like, would you take that shot and maybe some picks? Uh, like they'd have to be dang good picks, man. No, I don't think I would. They're too built for win now to care that much about picks. Can't get there. So. What about Harden? Same deal. Two years. So like, it's hey, sorry if I was the Lakers, I, if I was the late, if I was Philly, I'd take that deal, hundred percent. If right. I was the Lakers, the Lakers, I would not would take consider a package. Tobias Harris, no, not for LeBron. No. Okay, no. It's, it's uh, interesting they, to me, you know, because uh, it, it's just the trajectory of LeBron's career. Like, I, I think his personal success is uh, is still there, obviously, but it seems like. I mean, his whole career has basically been like, I will put a team on my back and carry them. You know, like, we'll, we're going to be in the finals, basically, because I'm on yeah. the team. This is a real big, this season is a real big shot against that theory. And I don't know, and, you know, just kind of on the outside looking in, I don't know that I would consider that like a true narrative anymore about him. Maybe he, that he's just out to prove everybody wrong next year, no matter where he ends up. But like, yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if LeBron equals team success anymore automatically. I think you got to have, you gotta have a lot going on in that team. I I mean, I think this is like right now, 2022-2023 LA Lakers is like the perfect storm of a situation to say, like, hey, LeBron, can you really take a team? Can you really like get a team into the finals all by yourself? Because it really is like he's got I mean, he does have Anthony Davis, who's been healthy a lot, but I think AD is gonna be out yeah. or has been out for a while. I can't remember. But like he he's missed some time, but he's had Anthony Davis a lot of the time. But like other than that, it's like let us stack everything else against you. You literally have no floor spacing other than Austin freaking Reeves, which is that is LeBron classic to make somebody who's not that good. Look real, real good. Um, because it like, if they can shoot, he can get them the ball. Um, but yeah, you got I like, mean, Walker, the floor. Like, they just have no shooting. And like, it is like, Hey, Hey LeBron, if, if we can put, if we have no shooting and all the defenders are just crowding you, can you still bring us to the like playoffs even or the finals? No, not now, not at this point in his career. Maybe there was a time, maybe back in 2007 when he did that with Cleveland and they didn't really have much help for him. Like maybe that version of LeBron could, but I don't know. I mean, Philadelphia would cross off that big market factor if like we suggest them. And it might be a team where like it's a team uh, with some success historically that like if if it if he's true about the fact that like it matters that like Bronny can play with him and like he can kind of slingshot his career uh into like superstardom you know like I, I think you could do a lot worse than the sixers for a franchise as far as that being your goal yeah I, he definitely could and uh if he went to philly if if la would accept anything from philly for lebron um that actually what wouldn't would be take? a bad 
that actually wouldn't be a bad way for him to get a, a ring, assuming that they didn't have to send him Embiid. <laughs> if they had to send yeah. him Embiid, then probably not. But I don't know how Embiid and Anthony Davis would really work together. So that would be kind of strange. But like, what would it take? Before we move on, take Embiid out of it. What would it take then? If Harris and Harden won't do it, how do we see it without Embiid being involved? I guess because I don't mm, think yeah. they would include Embiid. There's just it doesn't doesn't seem the to make La- sense. For the Lakers Sixers. would just have to want to do a, a tear down. Um, Right. And, that, and, I mean, that's what I'm. Yeah, I'm kind of suggesting that. I guess. Yeah. If if the Lakers were moving into a teardown and rebuild, then maybe they'd move them for picks and young, like a Tyrese Maxey, right? Like, hey, we'll take young, good talent, and uh, and your picks, and we'll give you all the thirty-five to forty-year-old dudes who could maybe still win a championship. <laughs> I guess Embiid isn't that old, but like James Harden and LeBron would be. Um, sure. yeah, Felix says Davis is going to have just that 2020 championship. If he stays in LA, that is the, I think that's kind of the problem with Davis is that it's like he gets, he's a little too injury prone. He's, he's too good for you to have very many other good players on the team, right? Like you're going to have to pay him. You're going to have to give him his touches, but then he also like misses time. And he like, I, I he, Davis is in this weird spot where it's like, he's very, very good, but also I don't know if he's like really I don't know. We'll see. But uh, I don't know if he's like really going to get you there. Felix also suggests an Embiid for Davis trade. That seems pretty straight across for me. <laughs> to me, that seems it's slightly different across. skill sets, probably, but like a very similar not... skill sets. Yeah. D- uh, Davis Embiid slightly. a little younger. Embiid's probably a little better, yeah. honestly. But yeah, Davis... that's what I would think. A little more versatile, maybe. Davis, Davis a little is... bit more of like a traditional big man. I don't know. Uh, Davis shoots well. Yeah, Davis is good when he's on. Embiid shoots well too, right? I mean, Embiid's on a lot more often though. Yeah, they. I would say they're actually very similar players. Yeah, it doesn't uh, seem Davis like it just makes an older sense. version. <laughs> like it seems like both teams come out at the negative. I don't think this was a real suggestion based off the cry <laughs> yeah. face emoji. But John, I heard you got picks for us. Yes, let's do so. How, how's that picks. for a segue? <laughs> good segue. Thanks. I practiced in the mirror for like a couple yeah. of hours. Good job. It was, yeah, it paid off. Your face was all right. This is exactly, I believed it. Hey, your face is all right too. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> um, Felix says Embiid's tired of what never winning a ring in Philly. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, He'd be all a right, huge we're just going to get a LeBron trade, I bet. Yeah, we're just going to, uh, we're going to just do a few picks this week and then we will be out. So, okay. anybody wants to send John an email, there, there was now an email address. Email. If you were on YouTube, you now know my email address. Felix, so that's good. So that's ready on this one, Mavericks. <laughs> Matt, okay. Well, I have Felix. Okay, let's give Felix a spot here. Whoa, Felix, welcome to the doc, my friend. You will take over for yeah, Felix taking over for you. Uh, so let's doc. get all Felix's picks here. He's got Mavericks. I don't believe this is week five. No, it is not week five, but it's the fifth time we've done this. Uh, He's got Mavericks, Bucks, Raptors. We'll give Felix a minute to catch up. Felix is running the table. Okay. We'll we'll give Felix a minute. I mean, maybe he just wants to rapid fire. But, John, let's try to catch up to him. You got Mavericks or Trailblazers? Uh, I'm going to go Mavs on this one. I'm going to go Mavs as well. All right. Well, that's no fun. We all have Mavericks. Well, hey, we know we Felix is going to pick Mavericks every time. Felix is a Mavs fan. We got a lot going um, on. It's okay. All right, Felix, keep sending us your picks. All right, Pacers at Bucks. What you got here? I mean, this is probably the Pacers. Are probably one of the few teams that could beat the Bucks. I'm, I am going to take the Pacers here. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, I see you. I see you. Yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna take Hallie here. I'm gonna take Hallie. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm gonna go Bucks. Uh, uh, Raptors at Knicks. I think yeah, I might I'll go opposite of you here too. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna yeah, take yeah. the Raps. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna Drakes. go Knicks here. So I got an island game. Felix has the Raptors. Raptors. I like that even better. <laughs> the Raptors. Um. Yeah, I know they're tough, Felix. Felix said Pelicans and Cavs is a tough one. Like, yeah, I know they're tough. tough. That's why I put them there. Just write tough one in. It's guaranteed L. Yeah. So um, I'll I'll ooh, I'll lead here. I'll lead here. It is here. a tough one, huh? Gonna, it is gonna, a tough one, huh? I'm gonna toss the Pels out here. I'm gonna go ahead and say like, I don't think this is a team people thought would be in it. That just says Casey. Okay. Uh, uh, starting with all the wrong letters, John. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I, I don't think this is a team people expected to be here at this point. Uh, but I and maybe you know, is it sustainable success? Who knows? But hey, ride the hot hand. Yeah, fly Pelicans, fly. All right, Felix has the Cavs here, so he's going against you. Uh, Felix, do you have an island game here yet? Let's see. No, he doesn't have an island. No, game he doesn't. There. You gonna give him one? All right, let's. I'm gonna put you on an island here, Felix. Oh, Felix is You're the on only Cavs one island. with the Cavs. So uh, I also will take the the Pelicans. Casey's got the Pelicans. Felix goes Cavs. Heat and Hawks. Heat Hawks. Uh, Felix, get your pick in. Uh, you can keep rapid firing them so we can just put them up. Um, he wants the heat. He wants, he wants all heat. that smoke. Heat. I'm... I'm going with. I'm rolling with Felix on this one. I'm going to go Heats. I'm going to go with the Heat. Casey. <sighs> yeah. No. Give me the Hawks. Why not? Okay. Yeah, the Hawks is just I feel like they've been underplaying their potential lately. Like yeah, they've got this great backcourt. This great this. Fr- Yeah. They got the this great backcourt. Sorry, yeah, the Heat are beatable. Yeah. One hundred percent. However, the Heat, since Kyle Lowry's been out and Victor Oladipo has been running that team, have been rolling. Like they're on like a pretty big win streak i want to say let's see they're about to get figured out by the hawks they're on a three game uh, win streak hawks are on a one game win streak I, I don't know if you can call that a win streak if it's one game but uh the hawks have won a game so next Felix up we've got jazz jazz i'll take jazz what do you want casey uh i'm gonna go jazz here too all right everyone's house jazz, jazz. all the way across jazz pod naturally uh, Felix JD wants Man. the Sixers next, by the way. Right, we're oh, Felix wanted the Jazz. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, sorry. Felix wanted the yeah, Jazz. I know, but uh, I just wrote in the other team because I'm not going to give mixed him what he up wants. Sixers at Clippers. Felix is going to take Philly. I'll take Philly as well. He's going to take Philly. And John's going to take the Clippers. I'm going to take the Clippers. I knew it. I can smell the matchups you pick from a mile away. <laughs> The Clippers uh, have been on a roll as well. They're fifth in the Western Conference, I want to say. Nope, they're seventh in the Western Conference. But that's hey. pretty close to fifth, though. That's not that far off. They're yeah, what are they? Away. What are they? They're uh, five hundred. The Warriors are in sixth at five hundred, and the Mavericks are in fifth at five fifty-eight. So, did did we get any Warriors in here at all? I don't... Um, yes, of course. Okay, okay. Oh, I wouldn't okay. do that to you. All Give right, nice Kings, La- matchup Kings Lakers. I will take this one. Kings. Over the Lakers, Kings. Yeah, we're gonna side note on the Kings. I just want to say they've got, I think, the best offense in the league. They're putting up like 120 points a game. Like the Kings are basically doing this thing where they're like, "Hey, we're gonna put up like 120, 125. Can you put up 125? Like, (laughs) we're not gonna play much defense, but can you score that that much? Yeah, is that is that a lot of points? 
Yeah, the we've never played basketball before. We didn't know. Is that good? Um, uh, yeah, I'll take the Kings all day too. Felix wants them as well, and Felix is going to take Sacktown as well, just because of the Sabonis snub. You show them, Demantis. Show those Lakers. Put up like Sacramento, also known as Kings Landing. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of right. kind of on the help. coast there. Couldn't help myself. I like it. Um, all right, Nets at Suns. Uh, Casey, you go first. Man, this is where that West Coast bias is supposed to click in, right? But the Suns are kind of yeah, they're kind of like we expected, right? They're kind of like meh lately. I'll go. Well, uh, pretty, I'll, I'll, I'll go up. Nets. I'm gonna I'm gonna deny the West Coast bias here and go with the team that should win the game. I think. The Suns have been banged up. Their their backcourt hasn't been playing so. Both Devin Booker and Chris Paul have been playing. And I don't know if they're going to play by this time. This is going to be at the end of the week. So you're going to go Nets? Yep. I'm I'm going to ride with Felix here. Uh, Well, that's no fun because I am as well. well so we've all got Nets in that matchup. Uh, here we go. You Felix, Warrior Celtics. All right. I'll go first on this one. Warrior Celtics. Because I know Casey's going Warriors, I'm going Celtics. I am not going to go Warriors here. Oh, come on, dude. Well, fine. I mean, I'm you mind. You could pick a different Warriors game. I mean, th- I specifically picked this one because I think you will pick against the. You picked the best team, team in basketball for them to play, though. <laughs> like, I mean, I would take the Warriors and probably any. That's like the one team I probably would am not taking over the Warriors right now. The yeah. Celtics are good, man. They're and talking about streaks. They're on a five game winning streak right now. Is that the longest yeah, in the league? They've only lost like twelve games all season. One of them's to the no, Warriors, though. It's the second longest in the league right now. The Grizzlies yeah, somebody's on, on an eight-game somebody's on an eight game winning streak. Who is That's it? the Grizzlies, and then the Nuggets, and the Celtics both have a five-game winning streak right now. Yeah, and the Celtics have only lost, like, what is it, 12 games? Yes, Not a dozen good. games yeah. out of 43. That's pretty good. Very good. That's over, uh, over 70%, 72% winning percentage. Yeah, that's, I mean, uh, the Nets have pulled into second in the East, though. Let's not, not, let's not pretend that's not happening. Um, Felix says the Warriors are going to be pissed. They're going to be mad at me. Uh, they okay. are. They're going to be like you. They can drop this one, and they're still going to. They're still going to be great. They're going to make the playoffs. Steph will be a hero. It's not a big deal. You got the Warriors to win the championship, and you just picked Dubs, Dubs Dynasty, the baby. The regular season, uh, and they won this we're, matchup last time. We're talking about regular season. We're talking about regular season. Anyway, uh, thank you for being here, Felix. Thanks for chatting in. Thanks for giving us your picks. You got on the dock, took Q's spot for this week. Uh, it was a good time. I like the wheel. We're going to do the wheel again. Uh, if you are just listening to this, like if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, please subscribe to us, follow us, and then also leave a review. The, the reviews help apple and spotify to know like hey these guys are actually pretty good we should show them to more people and that's really helpful uh casey you say kind of good at least you know uh i mean they're okay they're fine these guys are like tolerable yeah somebody better than nothing triple cross thank you for tuning into this weekend basketball episode uh go check out some of our other videos you know make sure if you're on youtube that you're checking out videos and the live tab on our uh, channel's page as well because you will not see everything we have to offer if you just look at videos or live streams uh we do a solid mix of both if you are a football fan a basketball fan or a baseball fan coming up in the spring we plan to have you covered on most major sports in united states and uh yeah as always remember to hit the like button on this video because i know you liked it if you're seeing me say this right now 
over an hour into the show. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our channel because that's going to be another thing that YouTube just realizes like, oh, this person digs this stuff. Let me show it to them immediately. And just to make sure that you never miss anything we have to offer, make sure you hit that bell icon so you'll get notifications so you can jump in to our live chat like Felix, have your comments put up on the screen like this where Felix, or John said LOL, Felix said, praying for that wheel spin. Uh, you can come in and pray for a wheel spin live on the show as well. We do a lot of giveaways. You might end up winning something if you are live in our chat. Just saying. So, until next time, Triple Cross, keep it real. For me and John, we out. Let's go.